1: Welcome, fantasy football family, to another episode of Off the Line Fantasy Football Podcast. It's your boy Eugene. I'm one of the hosts of the show. Thank you for know, tuning in and listening to us for another uh, episode. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Fantasygenes G-E-N-E-S. You can also find our official Twitter handle at OffTheLineFF. Uh, you know, we just here talking all things fantasy as we get ready for the playoffs. Some people's playoffs might have started last week. Some people's playoffs might be starting this week.
0: I have no idea why.
1: Yeah, <laughs> some people's playoff run could be starting this week because of like the implications of this week, trying to get into the playoffs next week. Uh, anyway, how that falls, hopefully we can, you know, talk about some players some situations and get you ready for uh, for another week as we uh, get ready for the fantasy playoffs. Now to the other host of the show, Ike, what's going on? How you doing?
0: Good, good, man. Um, I can be found on Twitter at just underscore Ike09. Yeah, like Gene said, yeah, we're we're at the damn near at the end of the regular season. Um we actually have four bye weeks. Um we have the Dolphins, mm. Colts, Patriots, um and then I can't remember who else. Um th- yeah, Dolphins, Colts, Patriots, Philly and in, in Philly and Philly, yeah. So, you know, four bye weeks, you still got to make some moves. Um you know, unfortunately, if you guys have, you know, if it, if this is the playoffs for you guys, yeah, that's that sucks. <laughs> especially if those those of you with jonathan taylor on your squads like uh yeah those that's pretty unfortunate it pretty couldn't come at a worse time for his bye week um but hopefully you know he 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 built you guys a pretty damn good lead um in your leagues and um you know you don't really you're not really sweating this week so yeah
1: um, i remember yeah. in one of my one of the dynasty leagues i am in, mean, i had an email i had to uh, send a message like hey man uh uh, you might need to change this. Bo- uh, this uh, start week of the uh, playoffs because he still had it at week fourteen, and in that league, I have Jonathan Taylor, so I was definitely like, nah, <laughs> man. Like, I, I'm, I'm gonna need that.
0: <laughs> yeah, a couple, a couple. Yeah, I, I saw that note. I saw a similar note passed around. You know, across multiple leagues that I'm in. You know, just making sure, like, look, playoffs are not gonna start week fourteen, buddy. This is not yeah. 2020. <laughs> this is not yeah. 2019. This is not years past. Like, there's an extra game. Start that thing. On yeah, week 15. Like, yeah like let's get it.
1: Let's get it right,
0: man. Yeah, let's get it right. Uh, speaking of, well, not necessarily getting it right. Um, I would say this guy did get this decision right. Uh, let's let's talk. Let's, let's start with the Ravens and Steelers game really okay. quick. Um, you know, Lamar Jackson drove down the field um, out in the fourth quarter and, you know, threw a touchdown pass to Sammy Watkins. But, um, you know, they decided to go for two Um I, f- I feel like that was the right decision.
1: Um, I, very you know, ballsy. I liked it very, too. Very, very ballsy. Like
0: you you have to admire the aggressiveness. I mean, given all the injuries the Ravens have had on defense all season long, I think Marlon Humphrey, H- Marlon Humphrey uh, got injured and he's out for the season. Yep. So that's another guy, you know, adds to the, you know, the collection of bodies that they have on IR. Um, I think it's over 20 players on IR that they have now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's just, you know, Lamar Jackson threw a pass to Mark Andrews it was just off his fingertips. Um, you know, he was trying to evade the rush from T.J. Watt. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you have to admire that, um, you know, that the, the guts there that it took. And, you know, obviously, John Harbaugh said at the, after the game uh, that, you know, they were just pretty much out of corners. They didn't have anybody to, to really cover. And, um, honestly, like, it didn't seem like they had... <laughs> Corners out there to cover uh, no. Deontay Johnson, <laughs> who, who went off again <laughs> this week. Um, he had eight catches, 105 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, he is now the wide receiver seven in, uh, in PPR leagues. Um, this past week, he had a 35% target share, um, and over the last month, he leads um, all receivers with a 32% target share. And on the season, he's you know at around 26%. Um, you know, over the last four weeks, this you know basically over the last month. Um, he is the wide receiver too overall in PPR. So he's just, mm. you know, he's, he's balling out of control. Now he's, he is, he, you know, the Pittsburgh passing game, you know, if, you know, the, the very few passes that big Ben can throw throughout the course of a game, the vast majority of them are going to Deontay Johnson. Cause that's, you know, all you can really throw to him and fire move and a couple of, you know, a couple of uh, decent shots to chase, to, to, uh, chase Claypool. But um, by and large, um, this guy is as automatic as it gets. He's, his weekly floor is, is is as safe as it gets, and he does have a pretty good ceiling um, due to his ability to to get open and and, and rack up yak, um, yeah, on a, on a weekly basis.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, I also want to talk. Uh, I mean, Lamar. Just to go back to what you said uh, about that first game, Lamar didn't really look good at all. He's been struggling the past month, so hopefully, oh, they the the Ravens need him. You know, fantasy owners that have Bateman or Brown. Andrews, I mean, we need him, so uh, hopefully he can turn it around. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I guess one of the darlings of uh, last year's uh, fantasy uh, year uh, popped his face up for uh, uh, Week 13 versus the Jets, uh, Garden Minshew. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looked really good in that first half. Uh, you saw Dallas Goddard go super nuts. Yeah. Um, I went against him in a couple leagues, and it hurt. Uh, <laughs> I mean... Like I said, he looked good in the first half, second half. He didn't really do much. They just ran the ball really. Um, I don't know, but we'll 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 touch on that Gardner. You already know what you already know what happened as soon as you saw the first touchdown. You already saw the the comments on Twitter. So
0: quarterback controversy. Yeah. This, that, the other. Yeah. Oh yeah. We yeah, so we'll, don't don't worry. We're we'll, we're not going to bury the lead. We have a <laughs> uh, we have a very special edition of cap or no cap. <laughs> Gardner than you. Uh, but we'll we'll let you guys, uh, you know, just think about that until we get there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, another quarterback that, uh, you know, that went ham, uh, your boy Tom Brady again. Another four four touchdowns, 368 yards. Uh, I mean, if you watched the beginning of that game, it was 14 straight passes like you already knew what time like Atlanta should have already knew what time it was. Uh, we're just going to pass on you and, you know, try to stop us. Um, he completed 14 passes over 10 yards uh yeah. in that game. He's now for uh at 34 touchdowns for the season. Um I think I think they're projecting him to get I think fifty two touchdowns? 53. I he's on he's on 53. the pace
0: for fifty-three touchdowns, and I think just shy of fifty four hundred. The yards. passing record.
1: Yeah. yeah. Just shy of the breeze's passing record. Yeah. Uh I wonder, I mean, you know, knowing them over there, Bruce Arians, I bet you they're probably thinking about trying to get that joint. So it's going to be Absolutely close for are. sure. Yeah, it's going to definitely going to be close. Uh, also in that same gang, your uh, my boy, uh, Chris Godwin was on God mode.
0: On God mode. Fifteen,
1: 15 catches, one hundred forty three yards, thirty three percent target share. I mean, they couldn't they couldn't stop him in the intermediate areas. Uh, his A dot was low; it was uh, only a five point seven. Uh, but I mean, he went crazy. Even when I I saw him go down, I thought he was going to be out. Then he comes back and you just you know you just continues what he was doing. Um, this was the most catches in a game since Keenan Allen with 16 from last season. Uh, he just, I mean, they were humming. I mean, they played Atlanta, so uh, you I mean, is know. Isn't
0: isn't the last name Godwin just so perfect? You I have know God and you have win. Like, that is just <laughs> yeah. absolutely perfect. And of and of course, it's no secret and it's no surprise that he's that he's balling, right? I mean, yeah. that, that guy's pretty good at football.
1: <laughs> he is. Um, and then another player in that game that we need to mention is CPAT. Um, his usage has definitely been down since he came back from that ankle injury. I don't know if it's still affecting him or what, but uh, this is the third straight game where he played less than 50% of snaps. Not really involved in the passing game at all. Uh, Not like he was before the ankle injury. I don't know. I know some of us CPAT owners that are dependent on him. Uh, I mean, we we need to see this go up, Um, and hopefully, with their tough, uh, tough, little challenging schedule going to the end of the season, hopefully, hopefully, they we see him more than just the the feature back. So. um,
0: yeah, I mean, I, I think they're using him more as, um, I think he's getting more running back usage than, than in the yeah. passing game. I mean, he mm-hmm. still had 13 for 78 in this game. So, I mean, he's he was, you know, that's another game that he's over, you know, five, six yards to carry. Um, so, I mean, and that's against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, you can't really run on them uh, for mm-hmm. the most part, but he had. They had pretty decent success. I mean, even dusty-ass Mike Davis had a 17-yard touchdown run.
1: <laughs> he sure did. Um, he looked good on that run, too. So, um, <laughs> But
0: transitioning, though, you know, you know, one guy that looked good on a lot of runs um, on Sunday night. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this guy. Um, he, he was the talk of Twitter. Uh, he was the talk of, oh you know, as soon as this guy got ruled out um, due to injury, um, you couldn't Oof. go – you couldn't scroll, you know, two or three tweets without seeing this guy's name, and I'm no, talking about Javante Williams,
1: my goodness, man, running
0: back for the Broncos. Um, this was the week um, that you know he was he was unleashed. You know, this is this is what everybody had been waiting for. You know, he's 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 been breaking tackles all season. He just hasn't gotten the playing time, but he's finally he he finally got unleashed. He played 79 percent of the snaps, and um, he had 178 scrimmage yards on 29 touchdowns touches and he's obviously he scored a touchdown, but um he was the number one overall running back on the week. Surprise, surprise,
1: right? Surprise, surprise. Like it was crazy. Like, yeah, I mean we already know Teddy B sucks. So
0: yeah, it's just it's just crazy that you saw him he's not taking advantage of those weapons that they have. So, you know, what do they do? They just fed Javante Williams all mm -hmm. game long. And you know, they they ended up losing the game, but you know, most fantasy managers don't give a shit about that. No, nope. uh, they care about what they saw from Javante Williams. And yeah. um, you know, he had three point one seven yards per carry after contact. That was most amongst running backs on the week. Um, and you know, his his schedule down the stretch, his fantasy playoff schedule. He has the Lions, the Bengals, the Raiders, and the Chargers to close the season.
1: Man, and they're
0: all yeah, yeah, you can all run you can run on all of them. Um they're all in the bottom eight in PPR points um per game allowed to running backs. Um so yeah, you know, his his very first time being a Bell Cow, he's smashed. And uh yeah, it's it's scary hours for those who are going to go up against this guy in the um fantasy playoffs because he's, yeah. he's going to he's gonna be a league winner. Um, you know, we'll see what happens with Melvin Gordon if he's still nursing that thigh injury, but or whatever. I think he had a thigh and a shoulder injury. Mm-hmm. Or no, sorry, hip injury, and then a hip and shoulder injury. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, But yeah, you know, Javante Williams, yeah,
1: that's that's a league, that's a league winner if if Gordon's out for sure. Yeah, no question.
0: Yeah, um, speaking of, uh, you know, continuing this theme of league winners, um, you know, death taxes and Cooper Cup, right? Um, That's that's pretty much been the motto all season. Um, You know, another eight catches, 129 yards, another touchdown. Um he's the only wide receiver with over a 30% target share at 31%. Um he just, you know, he does what he wants. He's he's automatic as it gets, you know, even in 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 positive game scripts. You know, they they won, they beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 37 to seven and they were pretty much up the whole game and Cooper Cup still gets his. Um they're trailing, they're getting blown out by the Titans, or they're getting blown out by, you know, the the Packers. Cooper Cup still gets his. So it doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter what happens, you know, he's just you know, over over, I think over a hundred catches, a thousand yards, and ten touchdowns already. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not. We still have like four or five games left in the season, um, so yeah, Cooper Cup is just on another tear. And then this guy, um, another wide receiver that's been having you know, you know, quite a solid last couple of weeks. Uh, T. Higgins for the Bengals. Um, you know, they 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 did lose to the Chargers, but um, he had nine catches, one hundred thirty-eight yards, and a touchdown on fourteen targets. Um, this is his second straight game of over a hundred, you know, over a hundred yards uh, receiving, um, and I think the, the the guard is starting to change a little bit in the, in that Cincinnati passing game. I don't know, I don't know, and that's it's, you know is
1: looking good for that man.
0: It's looking really good for him. Uh, you know, thirty seven percent target share, and over the last couple of weeks, he's averaged about a thirty five percent, thirty three percent target share. Um, he had one hundred five air yards this week, uh, now was second um, amongst wide receivers. So yeah, T Higgins man, he and then that touchdown that he had um, across the middle, just grown man shit, man. Just oh yeah, man. man that is
1: disgusting. And two yeah, two uh, defenders. Lead. Two,
0: two defenders. Yeah, like They had you know, they had no chance. They they had no chance and um, you know, while, you know, Jamar Chase is on that uh on that regression roller coaster right now, it's 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 uh, T Higgins' time right now. So you know we'll see if this you know if this usage usage continues, and we'll touch more on T Higgins and you know the Jamar Chase dichotomy uh, dichotomy a little bit later on.
1: Yeah, um, and then finally to uh, you know end the segment was the Lions. You know they finally won a game like um, <laughs> finally. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, I I don't know what the Vikings were doing, man. Like. They, they didn't even
0: have. Yeah, they didn't even
1: cover the goal line. Like, yeah, they're playing like they're playing off. Like they're playing off, and then nobody came down until after <laughs> after the pass is thrown. the 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 wide receiver's already cutting cutting in his in his slant or post route, whatever you want to call it. It's too late, bro. Like, I don't. Yeah, yeah I don't get it, man. It was, I don't it was know. the most.
0: It was the most Vikings way to lose the game. Because, you know, I think the vast majority of the games this season have ended in either one score or on the last play of the game.
1: Oh, so did you see? Yeah, so there was a stat. I forgot who posted it. The Vikings are the only team to lead by at least six points in every game this season.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, I I remember seeing that.
1: Can you imagine leading what you played, what, 13 games?
0: Yeah. And you've led in
1: all – yeah, 12 games. You've led in all of them and you only got touchdown. By at least a touchdown, you only got five wins to show for it. yeah that boy, I don't know. I don't know what screens fire me louder than that. So, yeah, uh, you
0: have missed field goals. You have field goals go against you. You have last second touchdowns caught on you. Like you just you find new and innovative ways to lose <laughs> <laughs> on a weekly basis if you're like, <laughs> like, I, I can't I can't imagine what Vikings fans feel like because it's just, you know, it's it's one heartbreak after the other. I thought the you know, the cowboys. And the cardiac Cowboys, you know, that I cheered for, that we cheer for, you know, go yeah. through it every week, but not, not on not, the level of the Vikings not, losing. Yeah, this is, know.
1: this is way worse. Yeah, this absolutely. is way worse. But onto that game, um, uh, one of the guys for our fantasy, uh, MVP of the week, uh, our boy, Justin Jefferson. Uh, he didn't let, he didn't let the nonsense that's around him stop him from, uh, getting his, yep. uh, you saw Adam Thielen get hurt, uh, very, very early in that game. And he just, he's just like, Hey, put it on my back. You know, I'll do it myself. Uh, he goes for 11 for 182 in and a touchdown, uh, 34% target share, uh, eight first downs, uh, that he, uh, amassed in that game, 142 air yards, which was the most of the week. Uh, and he also caught five balls over 20 yards. Um, uh, you know, just, I mean, he's been on the tear the past month. I mean, he's the wide receiver one, uh, the last four games. Uh, yeah. just, I don't know. He's just been, he's just been on another level. Um, yeah, and, he's wide and receiver this is too even, overall. Yeah. And this is even, you know, this is while still being frustrated with, uh, with Kirk cousins on, on his erratic throwing, but, uh, he still finds a way to get it done. Uh, another so, player, but real, go ahead. But real
0: quick, real quick. Uh, so with regard, so with regards to, you know, Justin Jefferson, just having this, this monster season, I, f- I feel like he's even better than what he was last year, than what he showed mm-hmm. last year. So where do you think he ranks, um, you know, in in like in wide receivers? Like, is he the best receiver in the league or the second best receiver in the league? I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't go as far as saying that he's the best. I would say he's behind Devontae Adams, but I can't really see anybody else being better than, better than right think... now. The the way he's playing, like, it's just... Yeah. Um... I don't think it's hyperbole hyperbole because it's just, I don't know, like...
1: Yeah, I want to say I want he's he's behind Devonte, um, for me, and I want to say Tyreek, but Tyreek like their offense right now is so like they figured it out and they 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 don't know how to they're trying they don't know how to unleash him again. But with with Jefferson, I just feel like it doesn't matter. Like it just doesn't matter. Like. He's just so smooth. Yeah. He just gets open
0: all the time, and he gets and hell, you know, this 11 for 182 and a touchdown could have been even bigger because there was uh there was like a big play I think in the middle of the game where you know Kirk Cousins uh kind of hesitated before he threw it and you know Justin Jefferson had a couple steps on the defender yeah he could have had like a longer touchdown so Mm -hmm. this this day could have been a lot bigger for him yeah so man, like you know just he's. I think he's the second best receiver in the league behind would Devontae you, Adams. Okay, right so would
1: you, is he your wide receiver two in dynasty? Are you are you saying that? Then Or are you just saying like just pure just watching?
0: Just pure just watching right now. Okay. Uh, I I I'd, I'd say he's the second best receiver in the league right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. I can't. I mean, even like you got Cooper Cup doing what he's doing, but I I my I think my per, my preference would be would be Justin Jefferson. So yeah. I think we're I think we're on the same page with that. Um, the other fantasy football uh, MVP of the week for us, uh, I got is George Kittle. You know, uh, finally, finally we see him. You know, get off like we're used to, but I mean, he just did it. Super, he did it supersized uh, yeah. versus uh division foe, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, he goes for nine for one eighty-one and two touchdowns. Uh, half of the team's offensive total yards were on this man's legs. <laughs> uh, on twelve targets, forty percent target share. Forty-seven percent of the air yards, six receptions with at least uh, over twenty yards. I mean, he just—it was crazy. Like I remember that the one pass he had up the middle, and he's just like, and then he ends up tiptoeing the sideline for the touchdown. Yeah. Just like, bro, like, what can he not? Do? <laughs> what can he yeah, not he, do? He,
0: that was a beautiful tight rope that he did on the sideline. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. plus, he has he has some speed. You know, he's over. I think he had an um, early season calf injury, um, so he's clearly over that. Um, so yeah. he's, he's he's explosive as ever, and just you know, seeing this kind of performance from him, it 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 excites you, but at the same time, it frustrates you because this guy is like always injured and he's always hurt, and mm-hmm. you know that this this is the talent, this is the, this is what he's capable of. Um, this is not even his this this 181 yards for him, it's not even like his I think it's his third highest total um, in his career. I think he's had a couple of 200 200 yard games. As a tight end, so yeah, like crazy, that, this guy has immense talent. If he can just stay healthy and put it all together, um, like he did in 2018, um, his breakout year, and just be more consistent, like you know this, you know this, this guy can, you know he he is definitely up there as one of the best tight ends in the league, um, when mm-hmm. fully healthy. Um, yeah,
1: so definitely. Now um, we have fantasy. to go.
0: Unfortunately, yeah, we yeah. have we have we have <laughs> uh, we have we have to kind of pivot a little bit. Uh, you know, fantasy uh, LVP of the week and uh we'll we'll go with uh, Tyrod Taylor uh, quarterback for the Texans. Um you know the Texans got blown out by the Colts um, 30 to nothing at home. Um in that game he was 5 of 13 for 45 yards and in an interception. Um, they were just hopeless from the jump. They had nothing that they had nothing for the Colts and the Colts defense uh, is beatable but you know you know, he just played really, really bad. Um, it, it's it's just an overall terrible situation um for Houston. But you know, it did late, later it did come out that he hurt his wrist or he hyperextended his wrist pretty bad. Mm. Um so you know, it could have been a combination of hey, he got benched and maybe he got injured as well. So um but other but you know, aside from that, like he was just he was just awful the whole game. Um he played most of it. He played like I think three quarters, two and a half, mm-hmm. two and a half, three quarters. Um, so yeah Tyrod Taylor, our fantasy LVP of the week um and hopefully we don't we don't have to mention him again um on on this uh segment
1: <laughs> <laughs> yuck yes, all right yuck. now to our favorite segment of the show cap and no cap um I feel like this one's gonna be a little a little spicy um mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. at the end let me go ahead I'm gonna, I'm gonna start this one off with uh garden mint Shoe. Uh, wait before that let me just let me just make sure that we break down what cap or no cap means for the people that are listening for the first time. Uh, and you might not know what cap means. Cap is just another way of saying uh, you're lying. So if I say that, Hey, uh, the Dow Cowboy Dallas Cowboys suck. Ike will say
0: that's cap. It's a big cap. We're eight and four <laughs> and we leave the yeah. division. We're going to win the division.
1: Huh, talk to him. All right. Talk so, ba- yes, <laughs> so basically that's an easy example of understanding what, what uh cap means. So all right. So our first um uh, statement is Garden Mint shoes should start for Philly after the buy, cap or no cap.
0: Boy, if that if that's not the biggest cap of all time, <laughs> I don't know what is. Like that is that is so cap. That is so cap. And you know there's people saying, Oh, Gardner Minshew should start for Philly after the bye he's, he's 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 got the job. Jalen Hurts lost the job. Guys, are you forgetting that this is Gardner freaking Minshew, the same guy that got benched for for Jake Luton and 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 some other some other terrible quarterback in Jacksonville. Was Matt,
1: wasn't Glennon? Was Glennon one of them it quarterbacks?
0: It might have been Glennon. It, whoever it was, <laughs> like both it them? was yeah, it, it's it's two it's two no, two no names basically. Um, so you you, you can't. You can't be a prisoner of the moment. They play the Jets. They're they're basically last in everything defensively. They're last against you know defending the run. They're they're damn near last at defending the pass. Um, I think you know their 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 pass DVOA is thirty second, and their run DVOA is like thirty first. Like it's just
1: they're they're an awful
0: defense. And of course, Gardner Minshew, even Jalen Hurts would have torched them too. Um, so just don't don't go out over your skis and and say yeah, Gardner Minshew is the starter. He's gonna be he's gonna get this Eagles offense, you know, humming, you know, Jalen Hurts had one bad game and now everybody's, you know, all over the, the backup quarterback because you know what, that, you know, what that tells me that they've been looking for a reason to, to replace Jalen Hurts for, for, for whatever reason, I don't get it. Cause he had that, I mean, he had that, that Eagles, you know, that Eagles team on a little bit of a win streak before they lost to the Giants last week. Yeah. So, um, but again, yeah, this is, this is big cap, major cap, all the cap. One cap, two cap, three cap, four cap, five cap. <laughs> so,
1: The, let's, the let's, mean what to do with, the, with all the NBA teams? Yes. All the caps. All the cap. Yeah, yeah so just, I have to stop. Yeah, I have to agree. Um, I mean, you did get to see... Um, I mean, we saw Dallas Guard do a lot of work in that first half, but again, it was the Jets. They refused to cover that guy. So, of course, he scored... Uh, of course he pretty much went over hundred yards and had two touchdowns in the first half man so um outside of that, he didn't do anything in the second half um i i mean the i, I mean they were running yeah they were able to do what they wanted it was the jets uh, i think hurts he just he gives you i mean he's a konami code type of quarterback um, uh yes, he struggles to throw with accuracy at times but um I mean, overall, I think he gives them the best chance to win. Uh, so I think also it's cap. So second one is Jalen Waddle will finish the season as the top scoring wide receiver, rookie wide receiver, cap or no cap?
0: Um, I don't see how this is. I, I feel like this is no cap because he is um, he has a consistent role in that Miami uh, Dolphins you know, offense um he is the you know the undisputed number one um receiver in that passing game um you know over his last what was it five five games he has he has no less than sixty one yards on in four catches um so he's he's been he's been balling lately and he you know the last four weeks he's wide receiver four in p p r and sixth in total targets um you know he you know he had a little bit of a slow start he was kind of up and down, but now like you know two has been playing so much better um since mm-hmm. the bye week and since um you know he he took over uh since coming back from that little finger injury um you know he he's he's locked in um to you know two is locked in the Waddle and you know it it's it it kind of goes back to that Alabama connection that they had in college um so I think this is going to continue through the rest of the season so I think this is no cap
1: yeah I also believe this is no cap he's he's surprised me I I I mean I thought he was a reach and um but they're using him like He's being used everywhere and now uh, they're taking shots with them like before yeah. it's just, everything was just ten yards and in now' now they're throwing deep shots towards him and then also now you got Devontae devonte Parker on the other side to e- even alleviate some of the uh covers that he might have been seeing before uh before he uh came back to the uh lineup so uh i th- it just, just wheels wills up for for Jalen man like he yeah. he's ready to go so uh I believe there's no cap.
0: Yeah. I think they um, have a, and they have a, they have a pretty favorable um, schedule um, over the last, um, over the last, like several uh, over the, you know, basically over the, you know, in the fantasy playoffs, they have, you know, coming out of their buy in week 15, they have the jets, you know, mm-hmm. as we just mentioned, the jets are pretty much last at defending everything. Um, they have the dolphins. I'm sorry. Sorry. The dolphins, they have the saints <laughs> and they, and they have had trouble defending wide receivers um, and then they have the Titans and, you know, that's another team that had trouble defending wide receivers. And then obviously, and then they have the Patriots, Um, you know, they've been pretty stout um, for the most part, but, you know, three out of those four games, um, you know, they, they're going to be actually 15, 15, 16 and 17. That's the Mm minutes of playoff. So they don't even have to, you don't even have to worry about that Patriots game. So yeah, they have a very favorable schedule um, to close, to close things out.
1: Yeah. Um, And our last one, T. Higgins has supplanted Jamar Chase as the Bengals' number one wide receiver, cap or no cap? <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, for me, I think this is no cap. I firmly believe this is no cap. I think there is a bit of a changing of the guard going on in Cincinnati. Um, you know, Jamar Chase, uh, I'm sorry, T. Higgins has, you know, 82 total targets on the season in only 10 games. Um, that's 8.2 targets per game. Um, Jamar Chase has 88 targets on the season in 12 games, but, you know, that's, two, you know, two more games. So on a per game basis, T Higgins is targeted more. Um, and, uh, you know, Cincinnati has a, you know, three talented wide receivers. Um, obviously they have, you know, Higgins, Boyd and Chase. You know, when they've been on the field together for 10 games, T Higgins leads the team in target share at 24.9%. Um, so, you know, that, Joe Burrow, you know, he still likes he still likes T. Higgins. He still likes to feed him the ball. Um, And, you know, over the last couple of weeks, you know, a 35 percent target share, 33 percent target share, um, 15 catches, 252 yards and two touchdowns. Um, You know, we, we you know, a lot of attention has been focused on Jamar Chase over the last several weeks. And, you know, like we said, you know, regression has hit him. And I think you know T. Higgins is kind of catching his you know you know catching his stride um you know as we you know, prepare for the you know the fantasy playoffs and the home stretch, so I think at least for my money it's no cap based on what we've seen recently so
1: as bad as i want to say cap this is this is no cap there's too many there's, the numbers swing to T Higgins in T Higgins favor uh, when the 10, the 10 games that they play together. I mean, even since T Higgins has came on his uh, came back from injury when he missed those two games at the beginning of the season, since week five, I mean, Jamar chase has what 30, like 30 more yards than him, two more touchdowns uh, yards per reception is a little bit higher. Uh, has more red zone targets has more receptions over 20 yards uh is a little higher than him in the overall wide receiver rankings but overall you can just tell that um that the regression has hit Chase I don't know if uh I think one thing for sure is that they they move they it looks like Burrow looks for Higgins a lot more when they need a first down for sure you can like you just see it
0: um yeah it looks and, and, like he
1: trusts him a little bit more yeah uh, so I, I'm, I'm going to have to concur with you, even though I didn't want to, uh, that, that T Higgins does look like the number one right now. And Chase looks like a rookie that's trying to, trying to figure out how to, how to get open w- once we get closer to the playoffs and, you know, defenses get a little more, uh, detail oriented and trying to stop, trying to stop, um, uh, you know, deep threats. So.
0: Um, yeah, and, and not to pile on Chase too much, but um there was a there was a play in the game uh where he, you know he got open deep for like a it was gonna be like a 60-70 <sighs> yard touchdown. Yes. Joe Burrow had oh right my. on the money and he dropped the hell out of the ball and led to an interception. Yeah, I, man. I was at the gym. I was at the gym, you know, watching on one I was at the gym on the treadmill. Um, and, you know, I was jogging and I was watching that play. I actually stopped. That's we stopped like mid-jog. I stopped. I I I stood on each side of the um uh, each side of the belt and as it was running and I just threw my hands up. I was like, what the hell did I just see?
1: Bro, I did uh, the same thing. I was on the couch (laughs) and my hands just went like this. I was just like, What? Yeah, like how did you just do this? Like he had the ball, it's almost like rocked the cradle back to the corner that was behind him and (laughs) he picked it off.
0: Yeah, it Um, it looked it looked like a typical, you know, Jamar Chase house call from 70 yards. Yeah, it just Boop, boop, boop. Hit him in a tough yeah. spot. Hit him in the hands. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe because he didn't have the lines on the ball for that yeah. one or something. I don't know. Yeah, um, I don't, yeah. But hopefully he figures it out. Um, I, I mean, I can't. I, there's really nothing else to say. You can just tell that Burrow's looking, looking for uh, Higgins when he needs a play right now. So,
0: and then you know we we say all this, and then Jamar Chase has you know eight catches, 197 yards, and two touchdowns. The next game. And yeah. then we look like idiots.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, overall in your lineup, you know, just – you got to just be patient. You just got to ride him out. I mean, he yeah. can, can really trade at this point. So, just yep. hopefully he, he gets out of it and, you know, the, the chase train can uh, continue. Yep. Um, you know, now we uh, we hit on the segment of the show where we talk about waiver wire pickups. Um, you know, this is a very crucial week for some folks. Some folks are dealing with uh, they having quarterbacks on by wide receivers, running backs, whatever the case might be, or dealing with injuries at at, the, at certain positions. Hopefully we can touch on some some pickups that are uh, available in your leagues and you can, you know, go and get them and hopefully they lead to a victory. So uh, first off, we hit on quarterbacks real quick. We got um uh, if Taysom Hill is still available in your leagues. They are playing the Jets. Um, we don't, I mean, if you listen to our show enough, you know that it's fade jets no matter what. Fade um,
0: the Jets.
1: <laughs> uh, you just saw Garden Minshew do major work in the first half through the air, and then you saw in the second half they just gashed him on the ground. So uh and Taysom Hill can actually do both kind of so um uh, he is dealing with that finger injury, but it looks like he's gonna be playing through it. So again. They are playing the Jets. If Taysom Hill is available and you need a quarterback, pick him up. Uh, second player is uh going back to Cam Newton. Um, he's going back home. Like we said before, he does love eight times stomping. Um, the, the Falcons. Um <laughs> they have the worst <laughs> the worst <laughs> pass rugs in the league. So um, but maybe he might be using his his legs more because they just uh well um because they uh Carolina just got rid of uh Joe Brady's OC and the replacement uh is actually somebody that rule um likes and maybe he might get his way and they might run the ball like 30 times or so- something's foolish so
0: yeah I'm curious uh, to see what happens with that Carolina <laughs> Panthers offense that that was just I I don't I didn't understand why they fired him um you know all the, the all the bad bad organizational decisions they made especially a quarterback and then they just choose Joe Brady to be the fall guy. Like that doesn't that didn't make a lot of sense to me. But um, we'll see what happens um, yeah. with that. You know, with that uh, with that offense. Um, a couple of a couple of guys I have here. Well, we have a couple of running backs. Our running back section is pretty short this week. Um, this is your final warning. Um, if you have not picked up Sony Michelle from the Rams, you need to pick him up. Um, if you didn't listen the last two weeks and you missed out on you missed out on that, um, you have one more chance to do it this week. It's a possible league winner. and He smashed last week against the Jags. He had 24 carries for 121 yards and a touchdown. I personally think he looked better than Tony you know, looked better than Darrell Henderson, you know, did throughout the season running the ball. Um, he was, you know, pretty explosive. You know, had had a couple of good runs. Um, so yeah, pick up Sony Michelle while Darrell, Darrell Henderson is hurt, um, nursing that thigh injury. Um, and then next we have Kenneth Gainwell for the Eagles. Um, If, you know, Boston, you know, Boston Scott was, you know, he was active, um, but, you know, he didn't really, he didn't really play. He didn't get a single carry or a single offensive snap. I think he was on special teams for the mm-hmm. most part. And then, um, you know, Jordan Howard is still nursing an injury and then Miles Sanders hurt his ankle um, towards the end of the game. So he's going to be pretty sore, you know, through the bye week and, you know, maybe mm-hmm. limit his practice reps. Um, coming into the you know coming into the next week. So um Kenny Gainwell, um he had a pretty good game. He had, you know, twelve carries fifty-four yards um and a touchdown and he had you know caught you know another five balls as well. So um he does have an all purpose skill set. Um so we'll see if you know if any of those you know three running backs are are you know hindered or hampered in any way.
1: All right, so we do have a little bit of a list for wide receivers. Uh, yeah. first one is is Russell Gage. Uh, you saw last week he went eleven for one thirty. Uh he's average.
0: Hit hit pretty
1: easily. That's true. That's very true. Um, and that was uh before the first half was even over with. But let me yeah. let me get back to it. <laughs> uh, seven and a half targets per game, the last five without Ridley. Uh, he has out targeted Kyle Pitts uh, 38 to 32 in that same span. Um, very solid floor option if you, uh, if you need a wide receiver. Uh, the next one is KJ Osborne. Uh, we saw, like we said before, Thielen was hurt very early in that game. And then KJ stepped right into his role. Uh, pretty much, he just ran one less route than Justin Jefferson in the game. Played, actually, played one more snap than Justin Jefferson in that same game. Um, uh, he had. Four receptions for forty-seven yards and a touchdown on seven targets. So, uh, definitely somebody to uh, to pick up uh, another one. Surprisingly, uh, from the depths of who knows what, uh, Laquan Treadwell for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, it looks like he's their number one right now. I mean, he's the last couple of weeks he's played the most snaps, gotten the most targets. Last week uh, against the Rams, he went four for sixty-two, um, which was a career high. Um, 93% of snaps, <laughs> uh, eight targets last week. Uh, their playoff schedule is very soft with uh, Tennessee, Houston, and the Jets. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're desperate for a wide receiver, uh, Laquan Truro could be an option. <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. We also... <laughs> Go <ahead>. Yeah, no. <laughs> we have a... <laughs> oh, man. It just, it
0: just seems funny to say. Uh, a couple, a couple more receivers here. We have um, Amon Ross and Brown for the Lions. Um, he had ten catches, eighty-six yards, and the game-winning touchdown um, for them this past week on twelve targets. It seems to me that uh, you know Jared Goff is kind of locking in on him over the last couple of weeks. So he's, if he's on your waiver wire, I would definitely pick him up. Um, and then you next, the next guy we have is uh, Marquez Valdez Scantley for the Packers um, before their bye week. Uh, Randall Cobb hurt his groin. And we don't know what his practice participation is going to be, but um, the, the the two games, um, you know, the last two games, uh, MPS has had you know 19 targets, and then his his A dot has been 19 um, in that over in, in that span. Um, so he's being he's being used as a deep threat, and he's getting the targets. So he'll have a couple of boom um, opportunities, especially against the Bears uh, this Sunday night, if Randall Cobb is you know misses any any additional time. And then just one more uh, receiver here, uh, Jalen Guyton for the Chargers. Um, Keenan Allen did test positive for COVID, um, and he's on the COVID list um, as of yesterday. He still may play because he was vaccinated. Um, so he, I guess he just needs to get his, uh, his two negative tests um, 24 mm-hmm. hours apart um before he's able to play and he doesn't have any lingering symptoms um jalen guyton had a pretty good game against the uh, the Bengals. he had a couple of deep shots uh, had a 44 yard touchdown and had another nope. uh, deep one um, down to the one yard line um so yeah he's the deep threat of the team and you know if if keenan allen is going to miss any time you know the, uh, they have the giants and they'll be you know they may be throwing a little bit you know, early on and you know jalen guyton may get a couple of those couple of those opportunities pretty early
1: yeah. And then lastly, our tight ends, um, if Tyler Conklin is available, go ahead and grab him, um, again, cause the Thielen injury does condense the the passing game. Uh, and he's going to be one of the options. I mean, if you watch last week, he had seven, tar- uh, seven receptions on, uh, for 56 yards on nine targets. Uh, so he definitely going to be benefiting from, uh, from Thielen being out. Um, the other tight end is uh, Ricky Seals Jones, so uh, or uh, John Betts Bates. Uh, Ricky Seals Jones did practice a-, a couple days last week, uh, but he wasn't fully ready. But I think they're saying he should be a full goal this week. So if he's if he's uh, ready to go, then that would be the tight end that uh, to pick up for the Washington football team. Yep. Before we get on to uh, to matchups to attack. Uh, I know you talked about the, the Packers and Bears game. I, I tweeted something out today. I was like, do I, I wonder, do people get tired of watching that game on primetime? Like, I don't get it. Like, that game <sighs> yeah. is never good.
0: It's never it's good. Ne- it, they it's just, never good. They're just so, they, they have such a hard on for this Bears-Packers r- rivalry um, that we, nobody, we don't give a shit about that. Like, we just <laughs> want to see good football. <laughs> like, flex that game out of the spot. Yeah, like the Bears man. are bad this year. The Packers are really good. It's going to be another blowout, right? I mean, it's not going to be a good game. I think <laughs> at this time of the year is when they start flexing games, right? Mm-hmm. right? Week yeah. 14, week 13,
1: week they, 14. They flexed, the, they flexed the game last week.
0: Oh yeah. Well, they they flexed this one, uh, the the past one, the 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 Chiefs well, Chargers. Well, no. Let me take that back. The they Chiefs, flexed. Uh, the,
1: they they flexed the. It was a game that was supposed to be at one, and they flexed it to three. Sorry, it wasn't a oh, prime okay. time game. They but need to do. This they need
0: be. to start doing that because.
1: Yeah, but I don't want to see this game.
0: I guess anytime they they have Aaron Rodgers on primetime, it doesn't matter who they're playing, they just want to have Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, Chris Collinsworth can just drool all over him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Like> he, <laughs> like he all over every top
0: quarterback. He drools yeah. all over Brady, he drools all over Rodgers, he drools all drools all over Mahomes. Like it's I, I watch I actually watch the games on mute on Sunday night football. <laughs> so I don't have to hear him uh, <laughs> fawn over these guys all the time. It's just it's it's kind of annoying. But yeah, no, to your point. Yeah, we don't need to see Packers Bears anymore. Like, okay. All right. Let me up. let
1: me let me get back to it. I just had yeah. to say, I was like, come on, man. Like yeah. I'm tired of seeing them.
0: But yeah, right. I am with you. I am with you. <laughs> All right. All
1: right. Matches to attack, aka barbecue chicken. Uh, if you don't know what barbecue chicken is, that's Shaq saying on inside the NBA uh, TNT pregame show. When you see a matchup that you can exploit, you know, take full advantage of, you know, you just that's barbecue chicken alert. Mama's cooking, Yes, sir. All right, so the first matchup uh we we always go back to the Jets. We got whoever is going to be part of the running game for the Saints versus the jets. Um, the Jets give up the most fantasy points to the opposing running back uh, running back position. Uh, you saw last week anybody that touched the rock for our, the eagles uh in the backfield ate and ate, ate nicely. So yeah. uh, that's just a no-brainer. It's fade the uh, Jets
0: until further notice.
1: Yeah. And then my second one is uh, we're going back to the well with Javante Williams versus Detroit. If uh, Gordon is out, then fire up Javante. You saw what he did versus the Chiefs in a losing effort. Uh, Detroit is the third friendliest defense to the running back position. 23, uh, 23rd in rush DVOA. Uh, we like we said before. We saw him smash uh, in his first career start with him as the bell cow. So uh, Gordon might not be back this week. So that's another matchup that I like. Yeah, uh,
0: a couple of matchups that I have is uh, Austin Eckler versus the Giants. Uh, the Giants, the thirty-first in rush DVOA, and they give up the seventh most fantasy points uh, to opposing running backs um, since you know L, you know the Chargers are favored by over a touchdown at home. Um, we do. We, we do project it to be a, or Vegas projects to be a, uh, you know, a positive game script. So um, they're going to be, there's going to be opportunities uh, for him to run and maybe even catch passes early on. Um, so yeah, that's a good, that's a good matchup for, for Austin Eckler. And then finally um, we have Travis Kelsey versus the Las Vegas Raiders. He absolutely owns them. Um, you know <laughs> He had eight catches, 119 yards. Um, In the last meeting, I think about three weeks ago, um, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, that 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 Sunday night game where, you know, Mahomes, Mahomes went bonkers. Um, but, you know, in in Travis Kelsey's Kelsey's career against the Raiders, um, he has 84 catches, um, basically 1200 yards and seven touchdowns in 15 games. Um, so, you know, that's about 75 yards per game, 75 to 80 yards per game against the Raiders. So, you know, just fire Travis Kelsey up. Don't look back. Um, you know, the, the you know the Raiders, they're the fourth friendliest um team to tight ends. Um and they gave up a touchdown to Logan Thomas last week. So they're gonna be giving yeah. up, you know, a lot um to, to Kelsey and I don't think they're gonna cover him uh this week.
1: No, because they don't follow in, they don't follow anybody's uh game plans that the they gave up I mean, the league gave them the script to to slow them down, and it's like, no, nope, we're, we're gonna stay in this coverage. We're theory. gonna do our thing. We're gonna do, we're <laughs> gonna do it the right way. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> it hasn't gotten them anywhere over the last fifteen plus years, but that's yeah. another story of another day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our last segment of the show is uh, player props. Uh, you know, since we're in, in the state of Texas, we don't have a sports book. So how we get our fix was uh, we 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 play player props on uh, price picks. Uh, player props is another form of you know information that you can use to uh, come up with lineups. You can use in DPS, uh, DFS. Um, you know you want to see if you can beat the book in terms of uh, parlaying some some uh, lines together and make some money. So
0: make a little uh, scratch.
1: Yeah. So you know uh, last week again we went fifty. Um uh, two for two. I mean, two out of four. Uh, you know, Lombardi Lenny, I mean, they threw the ball a lot, so he didn't get he didn't get rid of too many opportunities. Um, uh, but like we said earlier in the show, we did hit on Russell Gage uh 48 and a half over uh Tampa Bay. Um that was done before the first half was even over with. He almost had hundred yards in the first half. Yeah. Um and then the Jonathan Taylor one that was that was easy money. He got that midway through the third, I believe. Yeah. Um and then, then
0: 43, I believe.
1: Yeah. In a in a touch. Yeah, in a um, touch. And then, then Joe Mixon versus the uh, Chargers that missed. Um
0: Yeah, they got behind. Yeah, was a super weird game. They got behind pretty early. They were down with 24-0 or 24-6 mm-hmm. or
1: something?
0: 24-0. Um, 24-0. Yeah. So yeah, they got down pretty pretty you know, pretty quickly, and you know, they didn't really recover. Um, you know, Joe Mixon still had 19 carries, but you know, the Chargers they kind of sold out to really stop the run, which is yep. why you saw a lot of um success from you know T Higgins and, uh, and Joe Burrow throwing the ball down the field. I, yeah, I think Tyler Boyd had a pretty yeah, good game. Um, he, he had did. 85 yards on five yeah. catches. And so, um, yeah.
1: All right. So, my first one is uh, I want to go uh, KJ Osborne, uh, over 34 and a half receiving yards versus Pittsburgh. Um, uh, uh, they play on Thursday night, uh, short week. Uh, I think Pittsburgh is going to have special attention towards uh, Justin Jefferson, so don't get skint up. Um, and like we said, KJ is the direct replacement for Thielen, uh, who had a 21% target share for the season. So, I mean, that's got to go somewhere. So I think 34.5 is definitely doable for, for KJ. Um, yeah. My second one is Travis Kelsey, tight end for Cajun City. Like we heard us say before, he, he lost fist feasting on the Raiders because the Raiders they just like pissing down their legs when they played the uh play play, play matchup against him. Uh 75, 75 yards per game for his career. Uh last year he went over 110 yards both games with touchdowns. So and then he went over a hundred this pat the the game that they played three weeks ago. So yeah. I just think it's gonna be more of the same uh, yeah. with that.
0: Yeah. Um and you know, we'll, we'll finish out with the last couple that I have. Um, so for the first one is Austin Eckler, over 40 and a half reception yards, receiving yards. Uh, he's hit the over in three straight games, and he's gone over this number um, eight times on the season. So eight out of 12 games, he's he's hit this number. Um, and obviously we, we, we touched on, you know, the Giants can't really, they haven't been great at defending the run or defending running backs in general. So I think this is a pretty easy, um, you know, you know, he gets a couple of screen passes, you know, and he'll, you know, he'll kind of take them for about 15, 20 yards. So I think this is kind of an easy, easy number for Austin Eckler to hit. And then my last one I have is DJ Moore over 55 and a half receiving yards against the Falcons. Um, you know, the Falcons, they're, you know, they've, they've been pretty bad all year defending the pass. They are 29th in pass DVOA um, and they've allowed at least one pass catcher um to hit this 55 and a half uh, reception yards number in 8 of 12 games this season. Um mm. sometimes multiple receivers in 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 the same game. So I think this last mm. game um you know Chris Godwin had 143, Gronk had 58, Mike Evans yep. had 99. So you know they mm. you know, they've they've done that, you know, several times throughout the season, you know, multiple multiple pass catchers are going over this 55 and a half number. Um the last meeting DJ Moore had 59 receiving yards against them on, you know, obviously just on four catches, but nine targets. And then, and then he's gone over this number um, throughout his career against the Falcons. You know, DJ Moore hasn't been in the league that long, but, oh you know, four out of his last five meetings, he's gone over this, um, this number. And the only time that he didn't go over the number went, was when he had 55 yards on the button. So, mm. uh, so this is, this is a, a smash spot for DJ Moore coming off of the bye. Um, maybe they, you know, they have more pass volume you know his way you know he's he's already getting close to a 30% target share so yeah. maybe they'll they'll get more creative um with him you know moving forward so 55 and a half receiving yards for DJ Moore
1: yeah I, I, yeah i like it. i i might have to lock these in after we get done from here cuz uh yeah numbers i, 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 I liking, feel like the, the numbers are going to climb it's, i yeah. feel like it's going to climb yeah i like these uh but yeah you know we had an end end of show end of another show Um, you know, like we said at the beginning, uh, this is a very crucial time for some teams. I know one of my teams is very, like, I need this weekend the most, the most worst way. So there's going to be a lot of, a lot of, uh, tossing and turning of this roster, trying to get in, trying to secure my spot in the playoffs. I'm sure a lot of people are in the same spot as I am. So, um, this is the time to, you know, you know, forget those names and, you know, go, go find production, um. I, you got anything before we get up out of here?
0: Yeah, just kind of piggyback on that point. I think that was, I was going to make that exact point. Um, you, I know you guys have a lot of players that have been underperforming, like, you know, like a Cortland Sutton. Here's That's one example. Um, he should not be on your roster, point blank, period. He's taking up roster space, and if you're inexplicably starting him, you're probably going to lose your matchup. Um, guys like him who have a name, but the game isn't matching up. You, you got to come loose and get and get some productive guys or get some stashes for, you know, maybe a couple of, you know, for, for the playoff run that, you know, that, you know, based on, you know, their their usage or their peripheral numbers or whatever the case may be, that they may pay dividends for you in the playoffs. But guys like Courtland Sutton, Cortland Sutton um, that are just, you know, just rotting away on your bench, Allen Robinson, um, these guys haven't produced for you over the last Alan Robinson hasn't really produced for you all season, but Cordell Sutton, mm-hmm. especially since Week Seven, since Jerry, since Week Eight, since Jerry Judy's been back, um, I, we, you know, the we tweeted this out, um, you know, a couple of days ago, um, he's he's droppable in retraft um, but yeah, there's just overall, just don't you know, don't feel obligated, um, just because the guy has a big name or his brand equity, just to hold him on your roster. Yeah. And, uh, and one and one other thing, um, yeah. This I I went on a little bit of a rant on Twitter earlier, but just to reiterate, um, you know, I, I saw a tweet from uh, from Kendrick Bourne um, from the Patriots saying that he doesn't care about fantasy points, but he only cares about wins. Um, and I, I, I immediately got angry. I got angry, not because of what he tweeted, but because of what he was, pro- you know, probably responding to. You know, a bunch of trolls that are in his yeah. mentions, basically giving him shit about his his fantasy performance or whatever the case may be. Like, guys, like we're still doing this in 2021. <laughs> like, cut come the off. shit out. Come like, on, is, man. Like, what what purpose does that serve by just mentioning, you know, going into a, a, a player's mentions uh, and and talking shit about his 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 uh, his his fantasy performance and how many points you lost by? He doesn't give a fuck. He does not. (laughs) Newsflash, he doesn't care. (laughs) None of these players do. Excuse my language, but none of these players do. None of these players should care about your fantasy team or how they perform. Um, It's cool.